0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me.
2: I am, as a matter of fact, directly across from you. And How you? observant of you. <laughs> okay. You just now notice this. I mean, you make reference to it every day. I- are no. you expecting me to be somewhere else? Well, or know, Are you just hoping I'll be somewhere else? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Louise, you're a little wound up today.
1: All right, so Joe's here, he's wound up, he's ready to go. He's brought some Fox News clippings with him and uh,
2: actually the one's from Penn Live and one's from CNN.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is you brought that church thing along. That's actually been globally talked about, so I think you could have brought anywhere uh, from anywhere for that particular thing. So we'll do that first, but let me introduce the show.
2: Why don't you introduce the show?
1: I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe <laughs> is Graham. Directly Our across. producer
2: is Kevin Herr.
1: Right, he does a super-duper job. Fabulous bumper music, that's his speciality. And uh, he also does other things around here. He's the man that if something stops or you get a blue screen, you yell, Kevin, and he tells you to fix it yourself. So, But at least he's there to tell you that. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We always try to talk about the big issues that pop up in our local area, big issues in Harrisburg or Washington, D.C., the push-me-pull-you of uh, liberal versus conservative in the U.S., our bitter divide. We seek solutions. So if you have a solution to any of our problems we talk about, make sure you send us a note at onthemark at www.wklk.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you. The email in-basket is empty, so you can send us a note if you wish to and don't have any texts inbound at the moment, so we'd love to hear from you. Joe, this uh, church is
2: being talked about around the world, so tell us about this. Yeah, this is a very fascinating story. You know, there, there's two stories actually that involve uh, religion and prayer and, and faith and things like that this morning. One is uh, Jefferson County, Alabama schools have agreed to stop opening high school football games with prayers, which is interesting, and, and there's a little subtext to that that makes it a bit of a different story. But a church in Suburban Chicago has told parishioners it will abstain from performing any music that is associated with white people during the season of Lent. Gee, how inclusive and how loving can you possibly get? Quote, in our worship services throughout Lent, we will not be using any music or liturgy written by or composed by white people. The website for the First United Church of Oak Park reads, our music will be drawn from the African-American spirituals tradition, from South African freedom songs, and from Native American traditions, and many, many more. The statement continues, for Lent, it is our prayer that in our spiritual disciplines, we may grow as Christians. "...Christians united in the body of Christ with people of all ages, nations, races, and origins except white people." Yeah, I got that? Uh, according to a report from Turning Point USA, the church also erected a sign promoting the racially charged Lenten fast, saying that it would be hosting worship services, quote, around the voices of black people, indigenous people, and people of color. Both the church office and the head pastor, who is a white male, by the way, did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The church is also reportedly promoting reflections that it calls evotionals, which have supported the idea of, fasting from whiteness. In the section of the church website that explains its values, the church claims that its members support a covenant practicing inclusion by valuing people of all races, ethnicities, cultural identities, gender identities, sexual orientations, and abilities in every aspect of our congregational life except white people. The church is also reportedly fasting from whiteness, and it describes itself as an open and inclusive Christian community. Oh, the love just oozes out of these people. Why do you find this so offensive? Because if we're if we're trying to include, you always, every day you come on this program and say, well, Joe, we're <laughs> trying to be inclusive and respectful of all people. But apparently that doesn't apply to all people, does it? Well, would you say the U.S.
1: has a proud history of slavery and uh, treatment of indigenous people? And
2: explain to me how this is going to help that. Well, what's the purpose of Lent, Joe? what, the purpose of Lent? Mm -hmm. You tell me, you're the lay minister. Well, I think the purpose of
1: Lent is to sacrifice something that is uh, that you enjoy that, uh, and then you reflect on, you know, whatever your sin is, whatever you've done, whatever your shortcomings are, where you can, it's really, you turn the mirror on yourself, and you have an opportunity to kind of look (laughs) at, well, I think they're looking at the body politic, not your own personal politics under these circumstances. But I just think it's, I think it's a great idea. It's an opportunity to call attention to how we may have sinned in the past. That's the purpose of Lent. And you do something that's sacrificial that makes a difference. So you do that. But but really, the real th- issue here is not so much why they're doing that because this is just a private church out in Chicago. Is it's interesting how you find this so offensive as a white person? You say, "Oh my God, we can't do anything All against right. me." Suppose
2: I suppose my church, the Joe Church, announced that we were not during Lent we were not going to have any music by black people. People. We are not going to allow any liturgy. We're going to take a vacation from blackness. Now, would you be calling me loving and inclusive and Christian? Oh, if, I think. Would if, you be if, calling me loving, inclusive, and Christian? I, I try
1: not to judge someone else's uh, faith and how they apply it and how they well, reflect just on their sin. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm simply no, saying this that it's obvious Chicago. that as a white person, you find this offensive because you're finding out for the first time. I would find it time, offensive
2: as a black person or as a, as a, as no, a no, Native American. You person. said
1: 20 times during the reading how whites are excluded, and that offends you. Okay, I get that. That's fine. Okay. But the key is that do you sense at all how this might be, how somebody who's a Native American or a black might feel when they are, have been excluded in the past and are excluded from things? Do you think you could learn something from well, name this me about a, what it's
2: like to be excluded? Name me a, there are many great black Negro spirituals. I have no problem with that. But give, name me a Native American hymn. Well, I don't know. Oh, I don't on. know the name of any hymns, but I'm just telling you. I, I you think, don't know the name of any hymns? Well, you need to get back to church. I think
1: of any Native American hymns you asked me specifically about that. Well, you but, said you answered in the
2: in for, uh, the entirety. You said I don't know any hymns.
1: Okay, anyway. Right. Okay. My bad. I'm terrible here. I'm the one that should be offensive here cuz I I well, can't you're doing answer a wonderful your questions job. correctly. No, I just think if a church says this is a great form of self-reflection, you know, uh, you're proud of our black history with slavery in the US. But but most people aren't and view it as a
2: sin in the no, nation. I'm not proud d- of our you, you know darn well that's not true. I, I've never well, said slavery then why wouldn't you reflect right. on it during Lent? Well, first of all, I've never owned a slave. There is no slavery in the United States of America today. Nothing we do today is going to erase the past and our bad behaviors of some people. But bear in mind, okay. it was white people who led the fight against slavery, sure. as well as white people who owned slaves. So you're clumping everybody together and saying, white, bad, something else good. I'm saying there's good and bad in everything, in every this but a church is a place that is supposed to be inclusive. Right. If I walk through the door of your church and you said I'm sorry no Irish Catholics allowed in here. <laughs> you know, would, would that be loving and accepting and opening? Well,
1: I think this you know, I think that is a very narrow view and that is fine. The smaller you look at this the better off you are in terms of thing and how it could be offensive. But I think they're looking at the, the nation as a whole and they feel that what may have happened to people who are perfect red-blooded Americans or members of this community uh, is worthy of raising up and praising and singing out loud. I know you find that but offensive, that's not that how we would raise up a particular it. type and exclude that's somebody else. That's not how else. they're
2: describing it. They're describing it as a fasting from whiteness.
1: Right. Well, that's, that's the... You know the three-word answer of what they're doing, but well, it's uh, their answer, Mark. It's not mine. Yeah, no, I, ju- I think it's a pretty good reflection. I think reflecting on, on what we've we're done Suppose we're going wrong, to
2: fast from people of color? Would that
1: be all right? We're going you must to fa- be a blast at <laughs> confession. Bless me, Father. I haven't done a damn thing. I'm the greatest guy in history. Everything. I never owned a slave, and I never lie. I
2: didn't. I've never I, owned a slave. I don't. I don't think lie. slavery I was a you. terrible institution. You know, no one's no one's defending slavery. Every time we bring something like this up, you make it sound like I'm proud, as you said, I'm proud of our heritage of slavery. No, I'm not. Well, if, if you, But it, it if was a different time.
1: Right. But Lent is a reflection of what you may have done wrong. Do you agree I with that?
2: Yes, it is. But I haven't owned a slave. I haven't condoned slavery. I haven't spoken in favor of slavery. Oh, you don't find me down on soapbox in Cameron Park saying, I think we should bring slavery back. <laughs> What's a soapbox? <laughs> So it used to be what you people stood on to deliver speeches—a wooden crate that <laughs> right. sells, soap comes in. Okay, <laughs> thank you. But uh, anyway, okay. So uh,
1: I just think this is an interesting reflection. I, I don't think the church. Uh, in this particular case, is doing a self-reflection on what Joe McGranahan has done. They may have been looking at what the church has done in the past. They may be looking at what the nation has done in the past. Yes, it is true that if they had a big enough website, they could put your name at the bottom and say, Oh, and by the way, uh, there is a man who has never owned a slave and doesn't have a racist bone in his body in central Pennsylvania. But there's really no need for that. They're doing a corporate look at what where the nation may have uh, a, a corporate fail- look. Well, you know, sort of a collective look. Maybe that's not not exactly the right, not a business corporation. But a look at how the the church body as a whole uh, may have okay. in the past. Well, explain to me what people. this
2: does to bring us together as whites and blacks, and as Dr. King said, judging people oh. by the content of their character, not by the color well, of their skin. Well, this is an
1: easy one. Admission is the first step to rehabilitation. Oh,
2: come on. <laughs> so, if Who's could, admission of what by whom? Well, if uh, you'd have to ask the. You're pastor. assuming that these people, these white people, this church have been systematically depriving blacks and people of color and indigenous Americans Again, of their rights for
1: years. Right. Again, Joe, you're thinking. And they too have small. some need to atone. It's funny, you
2: are a forward-thinking business
1: leader, but on this, you're just you're you just are looking at as it reflects on me.
2: <laughs> but listen, no, to I'm what, saying that I believe a church. should be a loving and inclusive place. How many churches advertise on the radio station here or have over the years where they say, and we reserve the right to reject some people if we don't like the color of your skin or the way you feel? Like Facebook. If you're conservative, you're off the air. Okay? But no, I think it's a great opportunity to
1: really reflect. I, I, I think part of it, too, is I know you're not racist, but I think there's a sensitivity to what our nation may have done in terms of race or Native Americans that you get an opportunity to kind of get an in here. But If you cannot find yourself doing that reflective moment on what our nation may have done, then you will never enjoy this church, and you will say, "Oh, they're just excluding people." But I honestly think this is a growing, learning opportunity for the parishioners and the pastor to say, "Okay, Lent is an opportunity to sacrifice something that you enjoy." Of course, hymns that are written by uh, white and German and U.S. You're supposed to enjoy Lent,
2: are you? You're supposed to sacrifice during Lent. Well, exactly.
1: But here's a church that did a private sacrifice. you happen to be all bent out of shape about it? We well, don't what know. What
2: sacrifice have they made?
1: Uh, hymns that are written by whites. I thought you said.
2: Okay, so that's a sacrifice in your view. Uh, though you read it, you read it out loud again. So, so why, why don't they ban Doctor? Uh, why don't they ban Martin Luther, the founder of your faith, or John Wesley? These are white <laughs> guys, aren't they? Right. Well, so, could. in other words, the people it's founded the religion church, are not welcome in the church now. There are so many great hymns written by white people, by black people, by people of all colors, I suspect. I can't see what, what banning particular liturgical content that happened to emanate from white people. I don't see how that benefits society as a whole, how that works to unite us as a common country, how it g- helps us grow in love and understanding of our fellow neighbors. What Excellent. it does is it actually says, okay... You You white people have done something bad years and years ago, and we're going to punish you for it.
1: Well, I don't think there's any punishment. I think it's a self sacrifice. This isn't a, you know, they're not saying that Did they ask
2: everybody in the church if they wanted to make that sacrifice? Do you know? I don't know, but uh, it's possible. If you were the pastor of that church.
1: They have spiritual leaders and they make decisions for If you were the pastor of that
2: church and you decided this was a great idea, would you check it with anybody before you did it?
1: Uh, Usually, pastors, big initiatives, they typically run by the. The congregation or council or something like that. How do you do this in your church? Well, you guys don't do. Well, anything I chaired different.
2: parish council at my church for five <laughs> years, and I can guarantee you, you don't not once did we ever suggest that some people of color or that we should ban anybody from coming through the doors, or right, that we or shouldn't that be should be a welcoming sacrificial, and includes. reflective
1: time on, uh, as our nation as a whole, just us, our personal. Upper now, is it corner. supposed to
2: be our personal sins that we reflect on, or is it supposed to be well, I think the sins yeah, of humanity.
1: Yeah, they're going a little bit bigger, uh, the, the sins of the nation, I believe. Is their focus, correct? Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great growing opportunity. But I can think, the smaller you think, Joe, the less you'll like this. So, But I think if you think big and you wonder, is there any sacrifice or reflection uh, of our past as it relates to race that can help us grow and be bigger people, I think you should take the and opportunity. And we should,
2: we should then, in your view, we should promote <laughs> inclusion by excluding people. Well, Joe, again, if you don't get race, you're not going to get this. If you don't understand black history, you're not going to get this. I understand black history, I think, better than you do. Oh, really? Now, would you explain to me how this helps black people today? But you see today? no bridge
1: between what our nation did with slaves and how our faith is. You don't see that as somehow incongruent with our faith in any way. If
2: you were a black person and you felt that white people had oppressed you for centuries, I don't think banning white people from Lent is going to help you. What I think it? there are other more concrete things we could do, like uh-huh. enacting legislation that stops that kind of bad behavior on the part of oh, anyone. white that's an
1: add-on you hadn't said before, that this is a black church and there Specific? No, it's not a
2: black church. It's oh, a white okay. church. Well, I'm just specific. saying, if if there was one, I think there are more concrete ways. If you are personally laden with the guilt of centuries of oppression, <laughs> you personally, you can find a better way to do it than to ban somebody uh, who is white from participating in the lit- right. liturgy of Lent. And if you go home then and you feel really good about yourself, hey, I banned white people from <laughs> participating here. Okay. I showed my black brothers how how supportive I am.
1: All right, I got you. All right, Well, I'll concede that point. The smaller you think the more you hate this, so that's the way to be. Upper right hand corner. And the bigger
2: you think, the
1: more you love it, Well, right? if, if you think a little bit more ecumenically, I think you could grab onto this, but again, if you keep a narrow focus. Ecumenically, okay. that would imply inclusion of everybody, wouldn't it? Right. But but not white people. Right. But most faiths in an ecumenical manner have a reflection time where you talk about, well, is there anything at all whatsoever you have done poorly? You find nothing in that category. But this particular church says, well, our nation's racial past is something that we can reflect on. And so they're doing so in a, a prayerful Uh, An opportunity that, that of course, since you're white, say,
2: Oh, that excludes. Have there ever been atrocities performed in the name of religion, Mark? Not since the Crusades, no. I think you can find (laughs) later examples than that, don't you? I think you could find examples. I'm just saying that let the punishment fit the crime. If you committed the crime, then you should atone by punishment. But if you had nothing in the crime, why should you be excluded? (laughs) just because you happen to be a white person or a black person or a yellow person or a red person. I still
1: can't get why you feel you are being punished by this church doing this particular discipline at Lent.
2: Okay. Now, let's see. We have an email that says, So, how is this church's Kenton policy against whites any different than our illustrious leader picking only as a Supreme Court candidate a black woman?
1: Yeah, remember when Reagan said uh, men are excluded from his list, he's going to pick a woman?
2: Well, that's not the answer to the question. How is that? Uh, how is that inclusive and loving and open and well, I all think, the things you, you espouse know, on a daily basis ad nauseum?
1: I, I think President Biden, as I've said about 16 times on this show, and I'll say it again, I think that it's was number wrong. 17.
2: Kevin, write this down.
1: If he had it in his brain that he's going to pick a black woman because of the interest in balance and you know uh, whatever, what, you know the many skills that she brought, I think that's a fine mindset. In your head, but you know when uh, President Trump only picks one kind, or President Reagan only picks one kind, or he only p- p- says Biden says I'm going to pick one kind. I th- I think it sends the wrong message. i never I never did appreciate that, and I don't think. Uh, and of course, I think it's hurt him significantly. All right, uh, see, see how is this church's Kenton policy against whites any different than our illustrious leader picking only as a Supreme Court candidate a black woman? What is a Kenton policy? I am not I'm familiar not familiar with that either. Okay, I just well.
2: assume that our writer is. Okay. Then, then uh, another writer says, Joe, in six months check again with that church and see if they lost any parishioners. A good indication of how the congregation felt. Yeah, good point. That is a good point. That's yeah, an excellent they will, point.
1: And they will lose uh, congregants over this. There are, uh, there's a lot of Joes out there. <laughs> all right, eat some cracker Jills and all will be good, says one of our listeners. All right, Are you, too, bent out of shape because the church is excluding white music in their Lenten discipline? Joe says it's not ideal, very exclusionary. What's your view? Oh, not only that, Mark, they're excluding the liturgy written by white people. Oh, geez, so much for the in Prayer. That's a white from the uh, Midwest. one 800 795 is our... Te- you wouldn't know anything about that. No. I'm that not. is uh, contemporary... Uh, melodic and just uh, totally immersive, wonderful liturgy. I'm
2: even I'm, having trouble coming to grips with the meatloaf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! At least a lasagna is still good at your right. church. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Weigh in on this topic: Is one church's Lenten reflection so offensive to you? Tell us why. We know a lot of folks feel this way. This is getting pushed back around the world. Uh, people don't like it. A church,
2: thinking ch- small. If you think small enough, you won't like this. Right?
1: Yeah, churches. Uh, get to choose what they want to do during Lent, but this is one place where uh, your opinion should go. one 800 we will be right back.
3: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
5: Learn to live, learn to give each other what we need to survive. Together
1: alive, alive. every Joe get and your I cigarette are lighter s- out <laughs> swaying side to side, doing a little kumbaya.
2: Uh, upper right-hand corner, work your way down. Okay, the fact that the statement started with specific exclusion of white written songs rather than simply announcing highlighting black hymn writers makes it less appropriate and insincere. Good point. <laughs> yes, says <laughs> says uh, our good letter writer. He, he can detect insincerity on the part of the pastor there a mile away. Well, I would say I tend to agree with him. Then, okay, Mark, I'm white, I'm American, I'm male. What do I have to do to be accepted in your society? I refuse to let people make me feel guilty for things I've never done, and the more I'm pushed, the meaner I'll get.
1: Yeah, there you go, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Okay, super. Thank you. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at com or text us at 70236. Nobody wants uh, faith forced down their throat, but we're going to talk to Joseph anyway. Good morning, sir. You are on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
6: thank you for talking to me anyway. Uh, You asked the question, why uh, would I or anyone not want to do this or celebrate lent i'm going to go to the heart of the matter number one lent is not even in the scriptures they never did it in the bible other than in ezekiel chapter 8 verse 14 you'll see women weeping for tammuz it was a 40-day uh weeping and fasting time that they had for the babylonian god called tammuz and in the early days of the catholic church they uh, accepted the pagans into the church they weren't regenerated by faith and they allowed them to continue to perpetuate this and they called it Lent. all right now and let me has stop nothing you there to do with Joseph. our savior or the bible
1: <laughs> all right perfect well done thank you now Chicago Church decides no white hymns or liturgy during the season. Instead, they're going to focus on uh, black liturgy and maybe Native American oh, okay. uh, hymns. Yeah. What's what's good or bad about that in okay. Chicago?
6: It's man. In other words, all these things that are evil at the root, they manifest their fruits. And we see the fruits of this. Like, uh, for instance... At Christmas time, it's the winter feast of the Saturnalia, the
1: wait, 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 No, hold on, hold on. The hold on, of hold that on, hold is on.
6: Santa Claus and giving gifts, and, Christmas <laughs> and Ma- don't forget, upset. don't forget the Masons—they're satanic. They get all upset because it's so commercialized. That's just the fruit of the pagan origin of it.
1: I got you. Okay, so this so church is. You got to cut it off in, the root. All right, and this, the, in this, in your view, is this church has lost the their way. You remember, this is a missed John, opportunity, right? The church has lost their way in Chicago.
6: You got to get rid of these things completely.
1: All right, no Lenten observance. Okay, we got you, Joseph. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone
2: number. Another email, Joe? All right, a question. Is this church allowing the Bible to be read at all? I am sure most of the writers were white.
1: Sort of the Mediterranean white background, Certainly the
2: translators of the original text were, weren't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, those, know, they may I have written it. I don't know, it. but it's God-inspired. How, God how many different interpret- ter- 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 interpretations of the Bible are there? Oh, my gosh. There hundreds. are quite a few, right? So, and were all of them written by people of color, or were they written by white people, or were they intermixed? Mm, I don't know. So if we're going to stop that, we're going to stop the liturgy, we better get the Bible out of there, if, if any white person had well, in is it. Well, is God white? I don't know what color God is. Well, if the Bible is
1: God-inspired, then His His color is the inspiration that's on the pages. The, the writers, the drafters, are just the conduit.
2: Well, there was always the expression, I, I forget who wrote it, I wanted to say Benjamin Franklin, but I doubt that's correct, that uh, uh, God created man in His image, and man returned the favor. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah, what color is God? That's a good
2: question for you guys to try to answer for us today. But I, le- I hope he's more loving and inclusive than the people in this church. Because if I get to heaven, he said, you know, Joe, sorry you came in today because today we're banning white people. We're taking a fast from whiteness, and we're not (laughs) letting white people into heaven today. Right. Anything that might
1: involve a reflective moment of uh, of our nation's past offends you because you're white. I got it. Noted. All right. Thank you, everybody, for participating in this uh, frivolous discussion about a church. We're going to talk about uh, something else that relates to a school and faith coming up shortly. Should we allow prayers before events? The U.S. Supreme Court says no. Joe says yes, so we're going to get your view on this topic. one 800 795 9565 will be the telephone number. You can email on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. This is WKOK Sunbury.
2: And welcome on back. On the Mark, our tell, uh, toll-free hotline number is 1-800-795-9565. Email us at the at wkok.com. Text us at 70236, but be sure to include the key phrase OTM at the start of your message. The entire program brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, which I'm sure Mark is going to tell you more about. It'll allow me to elaborate. Please do. 2022. 20, Bronco Sport Badlands. That's
1: the only word I'm going to say to you, Joe. 2022 Bronco Sport Badlands. That's the
2: word of the day. That's more than one word, Mark. Shh, I hate to shh, tell you. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> listen, whatever I believe things to be, that's what they are. I okay. got you, buddy. 2.0 liter, four-cylinder, turbocharged, EcoBoost motor. How about up to 300 horsepower, 30-inch tires, already built in. Uh, I told you yesterday that this comes with a lift kit already on it, and, and, the, and the, the salesman said, no, Mark it's not a lift kit it's built this way okay all right so, yeah lifting is when you raise up an existing truck he says this truck was built to be this way all right power moonroof built to be this way so what's that what's that song uh, popular female singer Born This Way.
3: Born This Way by Lady Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. Okay, on good. It now actually, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Power Moon Roof. Uh, this truck was born this way with 30-inch tires, reverse sensing system, wireless phone charging pad. I've tried that. That thing really works. You lay your phone down on it and it starts to charge it. A dual-zone auto-temp AC, which means uh, your significant other in the passenger seat is going to be comfortable. HD radio. That means our sister station 94 KX will be in HD when you're listening to her. 10-speaker Bang & Olufsen sound system. Remote start. Well you get the idea. Eight goat mode, eight modes, greatest of all time modes. Mud, slippery, normal, sand, snow, sport, and eco. That's me. I just keep it on eco. Joe keeps it on sport all the time. Of course it has Ford Pass and you can drive it right now. It's Sunbury Motor Company. Yeah, the Bronco Sport was born this way. They didn't have to modify it to make it tough. That's the way it came, and they are just loving selling those down to Sunbury Motor Company, and it is a tough-looking truck. I'm I, i uh, I'm partial to the Broncos, and I think it's a great idea. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Kevin, for finding that in a big hurry. We have some very brief news headlines, but we'd like to open up the phone lines, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about a church in Chicago that's deliberately excluding uh, white hymns and white liturgy during their Lenten sacrifice. They're doing so in a prayerful manner to call attention to, uh, I guess, maybe a lack of inclusion. Well, that's what their website says. They're doing this because of our lack of inclusion in uh, centuries past, and I guess they're also calling attention this could be a growing opportunity throughout Lent. That's more of a personal uh, hope uh, of theirs. And, of course, uh, that irritates just about everybody who's white because they feel excluded. So, one 800 nine five nine five six five express your outrage and how short-sighted and non-reflective and unprayerful this really is uh, joe doesn't like it just because it has the word exclusion in it so that's the big thing there so that's certainly understandable uh, he doesn't like facebook because they exclude conservative viewpoints didn't twitter do they
2: keep conservatives off also well, they're not exactly conservative friends.
1: Okay, all right, there you go. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Joe hates to be excluded. That may change
2: though with the change in ownership. So. All right. Well, yeah. Twitter's Elon Musk, right? Mm-hmm. What's his politic? Do we happen to know He's that? He's a little more conservative than he is liberal. Okay. Super duper. All eight
1: hundred 795 we We're going to get some balance on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we do have brief news headlines after a big drop over the weekend. Statewide COVID-19 hospitalizations up slightly statewide. Uh, Tuesday, the State Department of Health uh, said there were now 424 patients admitted to hospitals statewide on COVID-19 uh, treatment areas. Geisinger, Danville has a dozen people on board Evangelical Community Hospitals back up to three. At Evangelical Community Hospital, the head of the State Department of Health was in town yesterday to say that the hospital's come a long way and did a super job trying to deal with uh, the uh, pandemic. Acting Health Secretary Kiara Kleinpeter said during her visit to the Valley that she had a one-on-one meeting with the President and CEO Kendra Anker and was very impressed with the forward-thinking leadership at EVAN and the Innovation they showed during the pandemic. A Pennsylvania court Tuesday blocked the centerpiece of Governor Tom Wolf's Reggie plan. It's the latest challenge to the Democratic governor's effort to make Pennsylvania the first major fossil fuel state to have a carbon pricing policy. Commonwealth court, in a one-line unsigned order, said it would not allow the official publication of the regulation pending further order of the court. The regulation would require fossil fuel-powered plants to pay a price for every ton of carbon carbon. carbon dioxide they emit starting July 1st in a state that has long been one of the nation's biggest polluters and power producers. Of course, remember, Commonwealth Court, conservative, state Supreme Court, liberal, so who knows how far this will go, but it's temporarily stopped uh, for further notice. Finally, Joe, uh, you are going to have to dress up because there is going to be a White House wedding. You know we should
2: change the name of that place, don't you? It's exclusive. You know, we don't want to have a White House. Let's have an indigenous house. But it is white. Well, let's change that. You could paint it a different color. Well, let's paint it the, uh, what's the rainbow flag? Let's paint it that way, and we'll paint call it, it the Rainbow, rainbow
1: House. I've, I've seen them illuminate some of the White House in rainbow. Uh, anyway, the Bidens will play host when their granddaughter, Naomi, gets hitched to her guy, Peter Neal. Apparently, the Biden family will pay for this. The standard, <laughs> uh, uh, through the years, nine children of American presidents, and one President Grover Cleveland himself tied the knot there. It's been almost 51 years since the last one. Who was?
2: Uh, Julie Nixon, Eisenhower, right?
1: Tricia Nixon. No, married Trisha, Edward Nix- okay, Cox. I'm sorry. I
2: forgot about Tricia Nixon getting married
1: there. Married Edward Cox back in 1971. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, all
2: right, back to our. Uh, we have two emails. Yes, we do. One says from Doug. Maybe, Mark, the bleeding-heart lefty, should identify himself as a black woman. After all, you seem oh my to believe gosh, that... I'm
1: offended by that name. <laughs> bleeding-heart lefty. Okay, this is from an ignorant conservative. So if we're name-calling. <laughs> okay. I'll lower myself to his level. Go ahead.
2: After all, you seem to believe that anyone should be able to identify as anything or anyone they want. And Mark also seems to be ashamed of his whiteness. I can hear Mark laughing about this because it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? That's because it is ridiculous. Just like many of the liberal agenda items being pushed to Right. Signed, Doug. From an ignorant conservative. Uh, no, you right.
1: don't know. Doug doesn't sound ignorant. Oh no, I'm just I'm lowering myself to his name-calling level.
2: Oh, okay. Well, he was making a point. Well, so am I. Okay. I think I
1: might be, too. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Work. But yours, I'm thinking small. Everybody slow <laughs> down the show for Joe here while he catches up.
2: Another writer says, I don't have a problem with the church in Chicago. Many churches feel homosexuality is an abomination and counter to their beliefs and a Christian Christianity. So when those churches don't open their doors to gays, then no one should say anything. Does any church really exclude gays? I mean, I think if a gay person walked in a church, now, admittedly, they might not like what happens to them once they get in there, because people might start praying for them to try and convert them or do something else that they found offensive. But I I don't know of any church that would ban you just because you're homosexual, do you?
1: No, I think it's just the way they're treated or or their lifestyle is uh, thought of as sinful or wrong or, you know, they're a, a them in one form or another. 1-800-795-9565 one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 We have open phones right now. Uh, we are talking about a church in Chicago that has excluded all white hymns and all white liturgies so that they can... Well,
2: actually, we we now found out from our caller, Joseph, that this is not something we should be doing anyway. Well, Kevin asked about that. Yeah, Lent's
1: not biblical. It's just an observance that we've kind of built up around... Um, you know, calling attention to the sacrifice that Jesus made, his uh, 40 days of fasting. So we try to kind of replicate that, but not so much that we don't step off the Lenten bandwagon on uh, Sunday. Most Lenten disciplines involve a holiday on Sunday.
2: Well, we have a call coming in, and we have what? No text. We're caught up up at the moment?
1: I think our machine is busted because I sent us a text, a test,
2: and it didn't come through. One eight hundred seven
1: nine five nine five six five. So if
2: we if this is not biblical, should we even be doing it? Well,
1: what does it add? Your church is the one that's (laughs) obsessed with. uh, um,
2: We do all sorts of things.
1: You're right. with liturgy and and symbol, uh, symbolism and that sort of thing.
2: You have stations of the cross at your church?
1: Mm, not as such. We're not anti stations of the cross, but we don't go nuts about it like you do. Well,
2: you guys are into more of the symbolic
1: <laughs> things, so um we're we're more what have you done for me lately? You
2: guys statues in your church?
1: Uh we got lots of them. I don't think so. And our crosses don't have Jesus on them the way you know they're not crucifixed. Yours symbolize the fact
2: that he's risen. Our symbolize the fact that he's suffering for us. Okay even as we speak. Well, he must be in pain right now, baby. All uh,
1: 800 is our telephone number. we love you. We had to a
2: caller. Cindy, did she get hung up on? No, she hung up. She hung
1: up. Or the Internet dropped her would be the other, the other opportunity.
2: Okay. Well, the other item in the in the news, and this also ties into the religion theme, uh, and I find this one interesting. We may actually be in agreement on this one. Jefferson County, Alabama School, have agreed to stop opening high school football games with prayers broadcast over the public address loudspeakers, according to the Freedom from Religion Foundation, which complained about the practice at Gardendale High School and Pinson Valley High School. Freedom from Religion Foundation staff attorney Chris Line sent a letter to Jefferson County School District calling it, quote, inappropriate and unconstitutional to have prayers over the public address system at a public school football game. Not only is the district endorsing these prayers by allotting time for them at the start of games, but it is also providing the prayer giver with the public address system needed to impose these prayers on all students and community members at games. In a March 14th letter to Freedom From Religion Foundation, Attorney Samantha K. Smith of Bishop Coven Johnson & Kent LLC responded to the request that no scheduled prayer happen at football games or other sponsored event. Events, Rather, she said, the superintendent met with school principals and the administration will not allow prayer at school-sponsored events, including football games. Well, I think there is a difference between doing it uh, where where they've made some effort to stop the team from praying on the field, which I see no problem with if that's what they choose to do and no one is forced to do it. But I do understand why they might not want somebody Mm -hmm. broadcasting them over the public address system. On the other hand, do they exclude any particular religion? If they don't, then I don't see the problem
1: yeah it would depend well I, th- I think the fact that you're praying for a religion excludes people who don't have a religion the nuns of the world which is the majority of people
2: well, uh, and you don't mean that in terms of Catholic uh,
1: nuns no, no okay. well, besides other faiths have nuns <laughs> all right, but
2: we still open the state legislature the house and the Senate with a prayer every day
1: right well but see don't they go don't they cycle it through all different faiths you yes. know Hindi prayer and it, did not an agnostic or an atheist
2: get a prayer? I think that there was one that requested I think that I was. I think they actually uh, were allowed to give a, a, okay. a message. I don't know it would be a prayer, because <laughs> who would you be praying to? Science?
1: <laughs> okay. The world? the Earth? I don't know. Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for weighing in on our important religious topic.
5: Oh, I wasn't going to weigh in on the important religious topic. <laughs>
1: okay. It's
2: open phones. <laughs> well, it's open phones. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> Lovely. Last night, I saw the second half of a terrific documentary by Ken Burns about Benjamin Franklin.
2: Wasn't that good?
5: It was extraordinary. Yes, it was. And I learned so much that I did not know. And this raises an important issue that's kind of tangentially related to the first topic today. So, Benjamin Franklin had a son named William, who ended up being, by the way, appointed by the crown to be the governor of New Jersey. And we came around at the time of the revolution, and his son William took the side of the crown. Mm -hmm. Now, even so much so that although he was removed from office by the colonials, by the patriots, and imprisoned for a while, when he was released from prison, he actually acted as a spy and corresponded back to the Crown, telling them about what the patriots were doing. Should we paint Benjamin Franklin black negatively because of the behavior of his son? Should they have... You know, barred him from government, cast him aside.
2: uh, Well, he never forgave his son, which says something about Franklin's character, which wasn't exactly exemplary.
5: But I'm saying, because of the behavior of his son, right, should he then have been painted with the same brush? Should he have been considered a traitor? Well, there are no... I say no. I say no. (laughs) I say William's behavior was unique to him, and therefore... It doesn't make Benjamin Franklin a traitor. Now, on the other hand, Benjamin Franklin owned slaves. It never said in the story that his son William did. Should we hate William because his father was a slaveholder? In fact, in a greater sense, should we totally disregard the discovery of electricity, bifocals, uh, the Franklin stove? Batteries. um, Pardon me? Batteries.
1: Batteries. That's, that's, Batteries. That's the one thing I remember uh, from the, the episode peace I saw. The treaty
5: of Paris, uh, the uh, Declaration of... In- well, no, he wasn't there for the Declaration The uh, Constitution of 1787. Should we dismiss all of that? Because Benjamin Franklin had a son who was a traitor... And own slaves. Should we just dismiss him from history?
2: Forgot the first public library or first library in the country, so...
5: Exactly. And the zoo. Founded the zoo in Philadelphia.
2: First
1: Philadelphia newspaper. They got a big
5: museum down there with a ginormous statue. It's a wonderful museum about science and technology. Should we shutter that building down because of that? I say no. And we actually have a right today, this very thing happening again. And I point to Justice Thomas on the Supreme Court. And there there are people in our country who are saying that the behavior of his wife should force him to remove himself from certain cases on the court. The behavior of his wife. So Mark, are you responsible for your spouse's behavior? I didn't and I don't And Your think, employment uh... should be terminated if your wife Act Cindy, in a way that people don't like.
1: I didn't hear that people want to remove him from the court, although there's probably somebody that wants to no, do that. No, they
2: want him to recuse himself
5: from, from right. things that relate to the election. Right. Should that even be relevant? Are, you, as, are we as individuals also accountable for the behavior of our spouses? Well, I, I say no.
1: I think it's a valid I question, though, to ask. I think I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and and you and I are 100% agreement. The answer is no, but I think you should ask the question, and he should ask the question of himself if he hasn't already, because of my wife's conservative yeah. viewpoints. Do I bring objectivity to this? And if his answer is absolutely yes, I do. I'm totally objective. You know, her personal viewpoints don't affect me. Then I, like you, say the answer is no.
5: Well, I think this extends itself to this issue of slavery. Many of the people in our country today weren't here. They had no... Well, none of the people that are here now were here. Right. Let's (laughs) all agree to that. But secondly, they can't even trace an ancestor back there. The Irish came during the Great Famine right? They had nothing to do with the Civil War, with slavery, nothing to do with that. They didn't own slaves. Many of them were grossly impoverished in their own country. Can we agree to that?
2: Well, not exactly, because there were many Irish regiments in the Civil War who fought on the Union side.
5: Conscripted. conscripted.
2: Not all all conscripted. No, not all. Not
5: all. Well, anyway, we cannot... What I'm trying to say is this, that you are responsible for your behavior now today. And uh, this this thinking, this philosophy that holds me accountable for the behavior of people two, three, four centuries ago is absurd. I would argue women had little, if any, power at that time. What are you mad at me for?
6: Well,
1: it's Why, you know Cindy, they were
5: little better than the chattel that uh, as chattel then the, they couldn't own land they couldn't have a job for the most part unless it was carefully dictated we couldn't vote. We were the last group in this country, second only to Native Americans to get the right to vote
1: Cindy, in so, what way does a prayerful reflection at a church in Chicago make you feel marginalized and shut down
5: i what I hear in all of these discussions is an expectation that we as americans and i count myself as one should be told ourselves accountable for the behavior of people 300, 200 years ago and my argument is that's that's ridiculous
1: well, in what way now if you want to you... hold me
5: accountable today for behavior i do and even for behavior of my government today I'm willing to have that discussion. Cindy. But to ask me to hold myself accountable Cindy. for the behavior of people hundreds of years ago, and I may not, my family may not have been here at the time,
1: Cindy, in may what never way have does
5: benefited from slavery. I'll,
1: I'll rephrase the question. In what way does a prayerful reflection in Chicago point the finger at you as being somebody who needs to make a reparation or...
2: Well, you just argued a, that it does when you were arguing with me at the start no, of the program. No, this is just this church. This is just one congregation. It's probably 250 people doing
1: the same thing at the same time. It has absolutely nothing to do with Cindy. I'm
5: not... I am not saying that that church and its specificity but right now the conversation keeps turning to and mark maybe you don't intend this but some and maybe it's me listening sometimes i hear you saying to joe for example that he's not taking responsibility that he is indifferent to the plight of the people 200 years ago that i'm not indifferent to that any more than i'm indifferent to ukraine but i'm not picking up a you know machine gun and going over there to fight their battle either
1: Gotcha. Okay, I, we got another caller. Go ahead and wrap right. up. Mo, you can wrap thank up you. if you have another sentence. No, all right, thank perfect. You. Thank, thank you so much. Super duper job. Appreciate that. I got to hit the break, folks. So hold on. We'll be right back.
3: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
0: Since we're talking
2: about gays, uh, one of our listeners says, Joe, middle-lower uh, uh, middle, middle lower screen, Joe. Okay, Joe, so a church should be all-inclusive. Yet, as an Episcopalian, I am not welcome to take communion in a Catholic church. However, I am welcome to take communion in a Lutheran church. Therefore, one could conclude the Catholic church is not all-inclusive. And please don't say I'm missing the point. The point is your narrow-minded, selective view on social-cultural issues. Oh, dear. Okay. There. There. <laughs> Well, you know, it's name calling day. I don't. Okay? I, okay, let me put it to you this way: that that church says don't do it. But if you walked into a Catholic church, in some community, and you went up and took communion, no one would stop you. They no, don't know what, wraith, what, what faith you are. They're but just you saying. Asked. That in our church we prefer that you you know be a member of the faith before you take communion.
1: Well, yeah, but if you ask the priest, he would tell you that it was just a piece of bread and a, a sip of wine. That it wasn't the real presence of Christ. It wasn't the real blood. That you or didn't body. get that.
2: You you. It was taken out when you came up to the rail. What's that? Well, you're just saying the priest would tell you it isn't. What priest would well, no, tell you Well, no. If you asked things?
1: him later, say, "Hey, guess what? That isn't a Catholic who just took that communion." Right. That's what I'm pistachio? saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. So somehow it got out of there. It became not the body <laughs> and blood of Christ when that person came up. Huh?
1: Fortunately, we have a good Catholic on the line now who's going to talk to us. Go ahead, Harry. You're on the mark.
7: <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. I, uh, uh, you know what what that caller or what that writer is talking about is a matter of doctrine. And and, uh, and and the sacraments and, and, and that was instituted by Christ the night of the Last Supper but what I want to get into is what this church in Chicago is talking about and I had gone on and I read this in the newspaper then before I called what they're talking about and, and Mark, I don't feel marginalized by somebody's decision with that it's a church that I don't belong to in Chicago so they're not affecting that individual church is not affecting me but once you exclude any group from anything, now that becomes a discrimination. And to soft-soap it or to blame somebody else for being offended by being
3: excluded
7: kind of goes against what what, uh, what discrimination is in every other walk of life. You know, you can't complain that you're excluded from doing something but then exclude somebody else from doing it and say, well, now we're right. I mean, it's the old, for a trite term, it's the old two wrongs won't make it right. But to, ex- to, to only exclude one group because you, uh, you're trying to make a point, that's the ultimate in discrimination.
1: Well, whites are welcome to attend. You're not excluded from the church. It's just an opportunity they th- use in Lent as an opportunity to enrich themselves with liturgies that are written by people of color, or BIPOC, and, uh, and hymns that are written by them. So the people, whites are allowed to. I
7: think think that's short-sighted, but I don't necessarily think that part is wrong. But if you read their release, the release is basically because of, uh, I mean, the release smacks of, of, uh, the release is strictly discrimination. I mean, it is is just, you know, we're going to honor those because they don't get honored by anybody else. Uh, You know, that just, that doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't pass the smell Mm -hmm. test to me. Mm And, and I think that's the issue. The issue is to to exclude one group or one way of thought because you don't agree with that way of thought. It's kind of what we do in society anymore, but that's the bigger issue and that's what's leading to more problems and more lack of, of uh, inclusiveness than anything else. You know, it's not a, it, it, this is a microcosm of what's happening everywhere and and You know, we, we set quotas on everything, and if you, if you are this, you can't do that. If you're that, you can't be that. You, you, it just, it, it's a hornet's nest that doesn't need to be open. If you're practicing a worship service, it doesn't matter who wrote it, it matters that it's something to worship. And it's something that's good, and it doesn't matter who wrote it. I don't care whether it was written by a Native American, a black. I don't care who wrote it, as long as it's uplifting and spiritual. But you can't be spiritual and and not inclusive at the same time.
2: Yeah, you don't solve uh, exclusion by, or in, inclu- you don't solve inclusion by excluding people. It just
7: doesn't well, make no sense.
2: No people are excluded. Everybody
1: yes, can Yes, they attend. are. The white people now, are Mark, excluded from are. participation in they the liturgy. White you're taking, liturgy. Even if
7: it's not the people, Mark, white even hymns. if it's not the people, you're excluding, You. if there's a song that you really like, but you can't sing it because it was written by a white person, That's excluding your chance to enjoy that service and leave in a little bit more. Maybe it's something that you have done in that church for years. I don't know what they do in that church. I don't even really care how they do their, their service. But what I'm saying is, if I like the song, How Great Thou Art, for example, and that was written by a white person, but we won't sing that, that's excluding my, that's an exclusionary practice. And it doesn't mean that I, it was excluded as a white or a black. It means that it was excluded because who did whoever wrote it was white. And you can you can put lipstick on a peg and it's still a pig. But and that's what this is. It's an exclusionary practice.
1: Okay, even because though they're not excluding people, not process, but excluding the work of whites is exclusionary. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That makes it's sense. It's the same
7: thing. Yep, okay. You're still excluding a, a, a group because of, of the work they did.
1: Well, I can uh, tell you that I, the I just
7: think it, I don't think that's very Christian-like. I don't think it's, it's good in any way of, of life. I, I really don't.
1: Do you think it's Christian-like to make a sacrifice during Lent and to come out of Lent a, a, a bigger, better person?
7: Yes, I do that every well, year. Well, that's
1: how they're doing it.
7: <laughs> but no, I can tell yeah, you the they, uh,
1: pushback has been global against this.
7: Yeah, yeah, there was a great... Yeah, I don't there think was what a, they're doing is a sacrifice. I think what they're doing is, is bigotry.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Harry. Thank you so much for calling
2: in. There really was a great it. hymn written in 1527. Do you know what it was? How White Thou Art. Nope, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. <laughs> and who wrote it? Martin Luther. Martin white. Luther, right, because we can't sing that now because he was a white man. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, upper right-hand corner, and then we take the break. In 2016, the United Church of Christ in Mosdale along Route 54, just outside of Danville, renounced their association with the United Church of Christ and became the Iron Mill Church because of the stance of the United Church of Christ on homosexuality and gays. Right,
1: they wanted to continue to be exclusionary,
2: so they do not want any gays in the back row. Uh, when And with all due respect, Cindy, Ben Franklin did not discover electricity, but he did discover that lightning was a form of electricity and that the air during storms was infused with electricity. It was charged. Charged, yes. Charged. Charged. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five
1: six five. having a good conversation about a church in Chicago that's ex- excluding white liturgists, white liturgy, white hymns during their services. It does and not, what are
2: they calling it? They're fasting from whiteness. All right, it's
1: a prayerful sacrifice to <laughs> not have any white Products in there, but people are welcome to attend. But uh, lots of folks in our area and lots of folks around the world say, Nope, you're missing the boat. This is not a good opportunity to sacrifice something of this nature. 1 800 795 You can email us at on the market double to sir. 1-800-795-956. I'm so taken aback by the music. I'm speechless. Uh, Upper right-hand corner. I was hoping
2: he'd find a mighty fortress as our God. We could ban Martin Luther for you just so you're so happy that he's no longer allowed to take part in the liturgy. I'll play it for you (laughs) off my phone on the next break. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. If I could go back in time and address the founders of our country and make them aware of what this country will evolve to in 235 years, I would explain that all mention of God will be attempted to be taken out of all government actions. A country you are erecting the, on the corporation, corporation cooperation of the church and state, not separation. Males will be attempting to change into females, even though their chromosomes prove their gender. Borders will be open and anyone can move into the USA unabetted, unabated. rather. Politicians will make lifetime careers in Congress and become wealthy by it. You will need to acquire a license just to fish. I believe by then the founders would be boarding ships back to Britain. All
5: Signed, right. Dennis. Well.
2: Dennis, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting.
1: Alright, 1-800- Thank you. one 800 is our telephone number. Uh, Dan, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
8: Hey, good morning. Before I say what I want to say, I want to say, you, you host, you should let a person speak their piece instead of talking over top of them. You do this to Joseph all the time. Now, you may not agree with his theology. I may not always agree, but he has the right to say it without people speaking over top of him and belittling his point of view. And we're never going to learn anything if we over speak and over. Won't listen to someone's point of view.
2: But he's often t- he's he- off the topic, Dan. When we, we're talking about a church in Chicago, he's going back to something that's way off o- in the distance. And
1: we, like we would not let a caller call in and say, "Okay, I have a great recipe for apple pie. You start out with real lard, and you warm it." You know, if you call it, we're talking about certain things. If you call in and you're not going to talk about those, we're going to stop I-
8: you. I- yeah, that sounds good, and that it sounds beautiful, but <laughs> you get people, liberals, on there. You encourage them to change the subject. I hear you every day, and I don't care if that's no problem for me, if you encourage your liberal to change, but you got to consider the other guy that calls in and, and has a has something important to say anyway? You know, inclusive. And Mark, you made a statement that's absolutely not true. I've been in many evangelical churches ever since I got saved, and none of them put the gays on the back seat. They're not. They're included, and they're not. They have every right to be there and no one makes a sex test when you come in the church and says, What are you gay or straight? So they're very welcome and I know this from personal experience and I know that I'm not gonna name the church. It's <laughs> not far from me. It's a crit- evangelical Bible believing church. It don't by the way they don't celebrate Lent either, but it, they, they have, do they celebrate Easter, right? They do that, yeah, and, and uh, they have the resurrection. To put it more correctly, the resurrection of the Savior. But they had an organist that was gay for years and years and years. And this is an evangelical Bible believing. But you would call Bible thumping church.
2: How'd they know he was so gay? How'd they know he was gay?
8: Well, I well, I, I can't go into the detail and that. I don't want to give away the names and stuff. But they knew. It, yeah, but they knew. Well, tell. but he played the organ. What I'm telling you, Joe and Mark, he played the organ, and no pun intended. So, thank you for that. Literal church. You
1: clarified that. (laughs) Thank for that illustration. Yeah, when uh, I said gays in the back row, that was just an illustration. I don't think anybody actually (laughs) makes gays stay in the back row.
8: But you see, now this church you're talking about in Chicago, and I noticed it right here in my hometown, the liturgical churches, Lutheran, UCC, they go overboard. To make, you know, they go way overboard and emphasize the very minority people to make them feel welcome, whereas we as whites are, that, we don't, they don't go overboard to do, make us feel welcome. Okay. And you know, that's what I, the liturgical churches do that. Gotcha. Be- the Bible-believing churches, everybody's welcome. What well, you have to see, there's basically, narrow it down, two types of churches in America. Bible-believing, fact, all over the world. Bible-believing and the more liturgical churches that came out of the Reformation but didn't stick to the teachings. So much of the, rever- uh, the of the of that period of time like Luther
1: all right we got you I
8: agree with all Lutheran's doctrine as far as he could go in his day salvation by grace you know the okay. Bibles the only authority of the church and you're saved by grace alone plus nothing and grace is free. And I agree with Luther on right, them we got doctrines.
2: You. Thank you but, so much, uh, sir. I have to stop sure you there. Martin Luther will be glad you agree with him. I
8: have to interrupt Amen. Him. Okay, you guys take care. There's All right, you thank
1: you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Last break. Chris is waiting. We'll be right back. Nicely done. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Chris has been patiently waiting. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
4: B B I N C O C.
1: What's that? Ignorant. Bible cons- believing
4: and name only churches. Ah, there we go. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, the Republicans are taking over everything.
2: So the right. Republicans are responsible it's, for Bible believing churches? No,
4: responsible for <laughs> ruining them. <laughs> making distinctions or uh, unnecessary distinctions.
2: Now, how I do guess. you find Republicans' fingerprints all over this? Just, <laughs> you know, I don't. I doubt that you're actually Republicans going to these... in name only. You're not going to these Bible-believing churches, are you?
4: That's, that's what, uh, you know, it's uh, how to discriminate against uh, uh, how to divide how to people into separate groups.
2: Well, it sounds to me like that's this church in Chicago is doing that, and they don't sound like... No, they
4: aren't. No, they aren't. They are not. Not not in the least.
2: And what is your what is your philosophy on that?
4: Okay, what do you give up for Lent? You might give up meat for Lent. Does that mean meat is sinful? Does that mean you don't like meat? That that meat isn't good? No. It means you're sacrificing something that that you like to do.
2: There's a so difference between like, there's a difference, like white, Chris. You
4: like uh, You like uh, the old time hymns? You like white music? Chris, there's Let's a difference.
2: For- there's a difference between a personal sacrifice and exclusion of a whole race.
4: But it's not excluding
2: any race. Yes, it is. It's saying they're not going no, to have it's not. any, any can, white songs. Rock and roll too. It doesn't say that. It says they're taking a uh, they're right. fasting from whiteness. Now explain to me how that's inclusionary. Well,
1: only in the you're liturgy
4: for, and hymns. For 40 days, you're giving up certain things that have been created by white people, in order to explore the world, a uh, 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 different side of things.
2: So they couldn't do that perhaps. by including white people too, huh? They couldn't white just add. Welcome
4: to the church, as far th- as I know. They could right? just add something no, from black
2: or they couldn't just add something from black They're or indigenous including, people. they
4: excluding white music for 40 days as a sacrifice for Lent. And by the way, isn't Lent inspired somewhat by the Jesus's fast in the desert or something that uh, was part of the Bible?
2: I think he was in the wilderness. Yes.
4: Yeah. Was that? Wasn't that? Wasn't that? A, wasn't he fasting or something? For yes, he had forty has days. 40 for doing days. Doing something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, it has a biblical.
4: And yeah, it has a biblical reference. Root. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a you're twisting things. I mean, it's it's but. I'd also like to mention uh, the the race theory and uh, don't-say-gay-bills, which is twisting things. But don't-say-gay-bill is they they ban instruction, a carefully chosen word. Make it sound like sexual instruction. <laughs> but you're just talking about genders and, and marriages. For instance, if a teacher says, my... Uh, my wife is a fine woman it's uh, not teaching sex in marriage or what's going on between you two but if a teacher says my, my a male teacher says my husband Mike or my uh, or whatever then somehow that's instruction and it's bad you twist things and the don't say it, the. You also aren't supposed to say black, I guess. In the central, in the in the in the CTR or whatever it is. CRT. CRT. You, you're because it makes it uncertain what's legal and what's going to cause you trouble. So that because it's undefined in the law, it's undefined what's age appropriate for sexual instruction. It's undefined. So therefore, if you say it, you could be sued. You could be fired. You could be punished for it.
2: Well, you're looking and at it that way. And you one.
4: hesitant to say it. And that's what these bills are about.
2: I look at it a little differently. I think that they're allowing a certain amount of flexibility by giving the broad, general instruction, saying this is what's acceptable and what's not. And then you but have to... But they
4: aren't saying that they don't say what's acceptable. No, that's it's just not it. not in the law.
2: That's just it. They don't have to.
4: <laughs> okay, so you can be punished for something you don't know what is. Who says
2: they're going to be punished? They're they're saying an incidental conversation about these topics is perfectly permissible, but that no, it has to be age-appropriate. They, they didn't say they that. They did indeed. It's that, in the that's bill. That's not in the law. Yes, it is. Look at the, no. Read it again. It's in there. I, I, <laughs> and Chris, 30 seconds.
4: 30 30 seconds. Joe just likes to
1: twist things. <laughs> He's back on
2: the line,
4: I mean, so we're it's, gonna hear it's more. So twisted. No, he means it's me. It's so twisted. Oh, I'm sorry. It really is.
2: Well, you're the pretzel there, Chris. Oh, come on now. Enough you two. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now you're now
1: you're down Why do to they keep
2: eat things th- above
1: board. Now you're down to Doug at my Look, level.
2: I, I just don't think that the first of all they called the "Don't Say Gay" bill, and there's not a thing in there that says "Don't Say Gay." No, not a thing. But
4: that's 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 what it's about. Okay. That's what it's about.
2: Not really. It's about indoctrination. Yes, it it's
4: intimidating. It's people. about age it's a appropriateness. Law d- uh, based on intimidation that's not clearly defined, right. so people won't say it. The words Thank are you, age Precisely, appropriate. That's what the whole motivation is. Age right.
2: appropriate. Age appropriate. It's all over Thank the you, bill. Sir. Thank you, sir. That's what the say whole goodbye, thing Chris. is, goodbye. Joe. Say goodbye, age Chris. Appropriate, Chris. Say goodbye, Chris. Say goodbye,
1: Chris. <laughs> goodbye, Chris. <laughs> Thank Chris. you. I appreciate Bye. the call. Bye. All right. 1 Oops, we're not going to have time for more calls. Uh, Lance, you get a couple minutes, and then Joseph wants another minute, and I think that'll probably work out okay. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
8: Okay. I was thinking about how the squad would uh, view the uh, music that's going to be played in that church, you know, overland, And what they're really saying there, or any of them, would be, um, instead of the hauntingly beautiful spirit-filled sounds usually emanating from our church, and for a penance, (laughs) we're going to be listening to the yelps, yodels, and drumbeats of indigenous peoples, and that loud, bodacious noise referred to as Negro spirituals.
1: Well, I don't think it's that. It's just that they love the liturgy and the hymns and the songs that we sing every week. When we do things the same, we're happy. When we do something different, it's punishment. Mm As, oh, you, my, as you I'm may know. That's, that's the way a
7: true liberal would say
1: it, though, wouldn't they? Okay? Well, no, no, no. It's a faith thing. <laughs> you have to sit where you sit. You have to sing what you always sang, and you have to hear what you always heard. Mm, okay. It's, it's not no, a liberal No, it's thing.
2: a matter of excluding people. You know, it's, it's setting out Nobody's to say— Nobody's excluded. Don't yes, they silly. are. White people are excluded oh, from this. Oh, my God. Forget it. <laughs> no, Never you forget mind. it. <laughs> you, you
1: double forget it. All right. Thank you, Lance. You triple Any, forget anything
2: it. Anything else,
4: Lance? No, not
2: really.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. All righty, and then we wrap up where we began on this conversation with Joseph. Hello, sir. Go ahead. You got a minute.
6: Yes, you're talking about people, Bible-believing churches. First of all, you, you guys better know what the Bible says before you talk about it. Number one, uh, there's a thing called repentance. Any homosexual, murderer, thief, a doctor, uh, whatever, can come to the church. But, when he comes in he must repent of his sins he will be accepted with loving arms but if the man does not repent and continues in that uh, state that he was when he came in. If he's a robber, if he's a rapist, is he murderer, or if he's a queer or a sodomite or a lesbian, they <laughs> must repent. Jeez.
2: Oh, the love of yeah, is easy now That's to you, That's what the Joseph. Bible
6: teaches. That's what the Savior taught. <laughs> well, how the do they? How was would was you know, Joseph? Adultery, he said, "I don't condemn you. Go and don't sin anymore. Don't commit adultery anymore." Suppose this person was a lesbian. He would say, "I don't <laughs> condemn you, but quit the lesbianism." Suppose this are not accepted in heaven. Lesbians are not accepted in heaven. Murderers are not accepted in heaven. Liars are not accepted in heaven. Period. Right, That's what you. the Bible teaches. That's what the Savior taught.
2: Thank you, sir. So suppose the guy Appreciate comes in the, the church and doesn't do all those things, but comes to church every week. So what?
1: <laughs> if you anyway, go to a church and there's no sinners there, pick a different church.
2: Dennis, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, I sometimes think your comments are fractured fairy tales. You accuse others of twisting things. You sound like the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for participating in our wonderful conversation. We'll finish that email tomorrow. We have a
1: text, to two we didn't get to, so we'll read that as well. Plus, we don't have the end of the text, 150 characters, so send us a, another text with the rest of that text. This WK, okay, Sunbury. You got that?